0: Hey everybody! You're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, JP Bryce, and Jim Steele. Brought to you by IronCompany.com. Today we're discussing how to actualize this year's New Year's resolutions. It went within the top five resolutions you usually have: eating healthier, losing weight, and exercising more frequently. Uh, you know, before we start, I want to I want to go around the table here and ask you guys if if you actually set. New Year's resolutions. How do you guys do it? What do you, what what do
1: you guys do? Uh, I never have. Uh, I just always, my goals are always like shooting for something else like a 12 week goal or an eight week goal or a six week goal, something like that, or or a strength goal. So I never thought like now it's New Year's, now it's time to get serious, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. know, I've always felt heavy coming off the
1: holidays because I let myself go
2: purposely. Not this year. <clears throat> uh, yeah, to turn on uh, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, man, I'm going to have okay. At it. Okay. Uh, so to me, it's like, by the time New Year's Day rolls around, it's like, okay, you know what? I really am sick of stuffing myself. So yeah. I think I'm going to go the other direction. <clears throat> and I kind of like that. Uh, I, 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 I like being able to kind of gorge a little bit over the holidays and, uh, you know, you're stronger. <laughs> you're stronger when you're eating more from all those calories yeah right you know I mean you said the weights feel lighter because you're thicker and fuller and um but again come New Year's Day it's like all right you know
0: I think uh I think for me it's more of a time of reflection because you know, I think you guys are kind of like, like me in that we kind of try to stay dialed in all year. Like when it comes to our lifting, our nutrition all that stuff. So, you know, I'm constantly striving just all throughout the year to, uh, to, to be my best, uh, from all different angles. So I think new year's is a time to, uh, to reflect on where I could have done better in the past year. And if I think I can do better, You know, I can get stronger, I can add a little bit of muscle, uh, I can get a little bit leaner, I can do, you know, I'm already working on that stuff, but I reflect and I go, you know what, I could try a little bit harder, I could change a few things around. So a New Year's resolution per se, like, oh, I want to lose a bunch of weight, or for me and for us in general, I don't think, because we're already kind of doing all that kind of stuff throughout the year, and we've been doing it for a long, long time.
1: Well, Marty, but, when you no, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no but for those but but for those who do
0: and there's nothing boom. wrong with that, whatever, <laughs> whatever is going to uh, motivate you to get going, to lose that extra weight, to get in better shape, to quit smoking or whatever you're going to do. I say do it if that's what motivates you the new year. Um, go for it. So we're going to talk about oh, some things today. Call them
2: new Year's resolutions.
0: Yeah. So we're going to talk about, uh, you know, actualizing. Uh, the New Year's resolutions when it comes to eating better, leaning up, uh, exercising, things like that.
1: Yeah. Well, so, Marty, when you say that, OK, you're sick of it and now now it's time yeah. to clean up. What's your first step? Stop, stop eating. Stop eating. <laughs> stop eating. So this is when you would do the, yeah. warrior, the warrior diet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: stop eating. Get back in touch with hunger. Yeah. you know, Uh, um, I was also thinking, I've had people contact me, what about alcohol? What about alcohol? But I like what your philosophy is. We were just talking about oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All fair. You you allow yourself like two days where you have a couple beers, yep, and and then you can look forward to that. If
2: if if, if I'm in a main if I'm in a maintenance phase. Okay. And I can't I can't have two beers. I can't have beer twice a week if I'm in a lockdown let's get maximally lean phase right 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 now i'm in a maintenance i'm like i'm trying to solidify the 20 pounds that i've lost right right because i lost 20 pounds and now it's like rather than yo-yo back up you know all right so let's stay here so in in that sense i'm allowing a few carbs back in stacy's laughing at me because i'm allowed some sweets back in a little some beer uh-huh. And uh, as long as I stay in that 200 to 205 range, I'm fine with it. Then, what I want to do is after I solidify here, then I'm like, all right, let's see if we can bounce down to 190 to 185, maybe in the spring. Yeah.
1: Right. And then maybe you get a new reset point then at 190, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I really want to, um, I've got fat to lose. There's no doubt about it. And, I, you know, I think that that's the thing that at uh, I don't necessarily, I'm not going to get stronger, but I can control my diet and I can control my cardio. Yeah. Right. So I uh, just want to lean out, get a better body fat percentile I uh, age. Um, and in keeping with that, I think that if we, if you were to zero in on the reasons that most people fail, you have a lot of really well-intentioned, highly disciplined people who fail in their new year's resolutions because they have faulty programs they have faulty diets they have faulty faulty systems and it's um, I, to me it's unbelievable how how rare, how common it is that people when they they either ignore one of the three critical elements you have You've got to do cardio you've got to do strength training and you've got to pay attention to nutrition and there's so many people that when they look to really what you're looking to do the first of the year is a radical physical transformation right
1: yeah And right? Fact, when, when you go, go down the road of your transformation you start to realize man diet is a huge percentage of this whole thing man you can't you know like you see people well i'm i started working out but and i'm working on my diet no yeah, no
2: no no no, no, no. A, yeah yeah you you you're just going to be a stronger fat guy
1: right you can't see the muscle baby you can't see it you got it but you can't see it
2: right. and, or, or the guys who or the runners you know, and they run, 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 but they ignore the strength training and their their immune systems are run down. They're always sick. They always are tired. They lose muscle. <clears throat> they lose muscle. They don't have any, well, first off, they don't have a lot to begin with. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, but again, this is a, examples or, or the or the, the people who just diet. It is so hard yeah. to revamp your physique if you just diet. All you end up succeeding is just a miniaturized version of your current self. Yeah, That's the best you can hope for. You've got to, if you strength train, you're gonna build some muscle. If you do cardio, you're gonna improve your cardiopulmonary system, your circulatory system, your heart, your lungs, all that stuff, which will allow you to train harder and longer. And then if you have a sensible nutrition program, and again, we're, we're counterintuitive on that too, aren't we, Jim?
1: Yeah. So let's, let's give, let's give them two different ways to do it. Okay. Nice. So it's January 1st and you got somebody. Uh, so I have a, a friend of mine and she is five, five, she's like two eighty three, three Right. And her whole thing is she's exhausted all the time. She works all the time. Yeah. And so what I tell her is, I I, I just want you to five minutes, get on the bike for five minutes because you got a bike or treadmill mm-hmm. or, I just want you to do five minutes today. Uh, and you know, don't eat it. Don't eat after eight thirty or something like that, because she's a late night binger, stuff like that. So yes. in that case, it's almost like, and I, it may be the additives and all this stuff, but it's almost like coming off a drug addiction for a lot of the people who, who, you know, they start and they stop, and you know, they just can't do it. They almost go through withdrawal because at the end of the day, so she's working all day and she, she needs that release, yes. of that sugar, yes. right? Yes. She needs that release. So well. Go ahead,
0: Jim. What I like about your approach, though, you're all about like the Kaizen method, you know, little baby steps, and I like yeah. how you kind of ease people into it because I think that's how most people are going to respond a lot better. I know Marty's, you know, like a drill sergeant has people just. No, dive no, off no, the no, start. no, 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 no. That's not,
2: That's completely. That, that's completely untrue. I think
0: I think that'll work for a an experienced athlete or. know somebody that's already got experience but but for uh like this lady that jim is is describing she's got to like ease into it because the sugar the carbs everything is so addictive man may
2: may i tell you a little story because i had a lady too that was five foot three inches and two almost 300 pounds she couldn't walk 20 steps without stopping and being out of breath right? right uh uh, she couldn't pull. She couldn't do a single squat because she was not strong enough to pull her body weight. Her body weight was too heavy. When we started her squatting, Kirk worked with me with her. We she had straps. We had straps in the uh, from the overhead that she could pull herself up to lighten her body weight. Mm-hmm. And she did uh, sk- partial squats down to a bench, right. <clears throat> And we'd lower the bench over time. Uh, within uh, within eight months of working with me, <clears throat> she had lost uh, fifty five pounds. Damn. And I entered her in the AAU National Powerlifting Championships in her age and weight division. Yeah. She she squatted two hundred officially raw. She benched 130, and she deadlifted 250. Man, changed her life. That's fantastic. That's right.
0: That's and that was all within just less than a year of, of training experience?
2: That, that's correct. And what did we do? We got together. We did the three power lifts twice a week. Yeah, that's good. Baby, baby, baby steps. The first thing, now, the, her first exercise, all she could do was walk. Yeah. So right. she would just walk as far as she could. And that was it for the day. And over time, by the time we finished, she was able to walk the hundred and the circumference of the 155 acre All farm right. that I, that I train at. All
0: right. So what you're saying is you do have a soft side. You can start people out incrementally. And by the way, what her, what did her ba- uh, body weight go down to? And how did you uh, address her diet? Well,
2: uh, you know, again, it, most individuals are either, uh, Jim and I have talked about this, fat-centric or carb-centric. Yeah. And she was a carb-centric person who had a, sh- a heavy sugar addiction. So we, we successfully, one of the successful things we did is we switched out her chocolates and her sweets for um, Perillo chocolate-flavored supplements.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: And every time, in fact, even before she got a craving, we'd have her, you know, take a shake, eat a bar, right? And so uh, you were kind of sick. If you've tasted the, the Perillo stuff is very spot on in terms of the flavorings. They use carob. That's their trick. But we had her switch out. And she was like waking up and drinking a chocolate whey shake. Yeah. And then mid mid morning, eating a, a, a hot, you know, I don't know if we had the high fiber bar back then. She'd have a Perillo chocolate bar, right? And then Perillo's got their little like chocolate muffins. Well, they're you know they're not chocolate. There's no sugar in any of this stuff. But it tastes. Well, you guys have tasted it. I mean, it tastes good. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so you the, replace fact, that, that, that stuff. Yes. Right?
2: Yeah, and she was, we switched out her sweets for the sweet tasting foods that
1: were actually very beneficial. Yeah, so she dropped thousand calories right away with that, with, that, with those moves. That well, was.
2: also, also the trick was we had to get her, her insulin was just crazy from the time she woke up to the time she went to bed, her insulin was just going crazy because she, you know, people, normal people wake up and, and have a glass of fruit juice. Right. Yeah right? And there we go. And all of a sudden, the insulin never ends, never ends, never ends. And as Dr. Chris Hardy told me, he said, Marty, there can be no fat burning if there's insulin in the bloodstream. Yeah, and no
1: fat gain if there isn't, right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. So we got to get the insulin or at least reduce the insulin to the point where when you do introduce uh, carbohydrate, you know, um, not you know, starch into the system that yeah. is it's digested and removed from the system because your insulin receptor sites are cleared out and 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 you're able to process carbs at a normal rate. If your system is continually flooded, then insulin can never the insulin receptor sites are, are always clogged. They can never they never they don't function
1: let me ask you this have you lost weight on both types of diet diets where you i'm won? a fat
2: i'm a fat guy i'm a fat yeah, guy i'm not no i'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna it, no 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 me and dorian yates is the complete opposite I, yeah,
1: I, I, you know what if i put like let's say i'm doing a show or something a cup of rice i man i gained 10 pounds that's what i mm-hmm. and you know what mentally that's what i feel like mentally i if I do that, I'm like, oh, you just had sugar or that, oh, you just cheated, you know, well, even white rice. Well, Whatever. what
2: we're, what we're explaining is that basically humans break off into one type of person will prefer, if you say, here's the choice, you can either have foods that have uh, saturated fat in them, or you can have starch, carbs can't have both. right now, given that choice, you're going to have your potatoes and your rice. Um, I don't know what else, you know, that kind of stuff, or you're going to have your steak with your fat, right? One or the other you can't have both, which is it? Um, most people I think would break toward the, toward the carb side. I'm a fat guy.
1: Yeah, man. Carbs, every time I've done carbs, I, and and it's never been successful. I've been starving. <laughs> you know what? You can eat a steak, not be hungry and go run a mile. You know what I'm saying? I know, man. That's yeah. the way I was grown up. I grew up on that, right? Yeah. We'd eat chicken.
2: That was our thing. Chicken and hamburger and chicken and hamburger and chicken and hamburger.
0: Yeah. I think the uh, I think you guys tell me this and discussing this uh, on the podcast, I don't know, probably a year ago or so, what you just said, basically, if you're going to have fat, you know, like a steak or something, don't mix it with rice or anything yeah. like that. Or if you're going to have rice, don't have you know, the, uh, the fat, you know, keep the two separated. Now, Jim, I did clear, clarify with you. Um, you know, one time I said, can you mix it throughout the day or do you have to be the same? Do you have to be like Marty says, the, the fat person, the fat guy all the way through, meaning you're eating each meal with fat and no carbs or fibrous carbs, but you said you could kind of mix it up. I thought it would kind of, uh, mess you up if you did it if you mixed it throughout the day but it's okay may, to mix it may, right may,
2: may i answer that real quick and then jim yeah. you keep hold yeah, your yeah. thought if 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 you if your insulin receptor sites are functioning that works yeah. right that assumes that you've uh, you know like I, how i mentioned when i'm coming off my my gluttony period of the holidays uh my first thing is don't eat well uh that i'm detoxing i'm clearing out my insulin receptor sites i'm re-establishing a carb-free uh,
1: metabolic environment yeah yeah i was just thinking you know jp what we were talking about before is well, you can do a carb cycling thing but eventually what happens with carb cycling is be- your high day becomes your medium day you know your your medium day becomes a low day and your low day becomes a zero carb day as you as you try to peak yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. Mm-hmm. So so every diet has it has has some things in common, and usually it's as you're getting to where you want to be, you decrease the carbs. <laughs> I mean, you know that that's usually what they can say. This is a high carb diet, but as they're getting closer to where they want to be, or they hit plateaus, all right, let's add it. Let's decrease a cup of rice. You know. Yeah. That
2: kind of thing. But then the, but I then think then the smart guys are adding back <clears throat> MCT fat to replace the lost calories and the lost starch calories. And that way they maintain the mass in the face of declining calories. But
0: but I think if you're making a new year's resolution and you want to concentrate on losing body fat, getting in better shape, I think separating those two, like we're talking about is a great place to start. And I think you can get a lot of benefit out of just doing that. You know, don't mix the the carbs and the fats together, keep them separated. Be mindful of that. I think it's a great way to start.
1: I tell you, then you no, know, I tell people when they do the high fat thing and they do it, uh, whether it's the anabolic where you're allowed one day of eating or they're just staying high fat, is eat a lot of fat when you first start off. Make yourself nauseous almost, you know, because if not, your body's if you're coming off eating a lot of carbs, you're going to want them. You're going to want those carbs. And if you, so you can't start off and Marty and I talked about this before that rabbit starvation thing where you can't go with a chicken breast and -hmm. think you're on a high fat diet Mm -hmm. you can't do it. Okay. You're not, you're going to be starving to death now. So instead of having that, have your eggs and bacon for breakfast, you know, and a lot of it, you know, Mm -hmm. as much as you want. And then, and then as the weeks go on and you start to, I always tell people, make it this week, man, if you can just make it this week that you're going to be on a roll, now we've created it. Now you won't want to go back to feeling well,
2: like that. I, I, I don't find anything horrible about being told to eat bacon and eggs for exactly. breakfast. I don't eat exactly. breakfast, and also I don't eat breakfast, so I don't find anything horrible about being told, "Oh, so, so, you got to eat it. You got to eat that rib steak, sir." It's like, just yeah, don't no. mix.
0: Just don't mix the hash browns or the toast with it.
1: Right? Yeah, Keep yeah. It you seven, hold, right? hold,
2: hold the hash browns. Hold the yeah. toast. Because if you bring it over here, I'm going to eat it yeah <laughs> exactly
1: yeah and then tuna with mayo and you know eat yeah. the fat people are like "Wow, oh, it's a lot of fat that's the point that's the point we want to burn fat for fuel so let's get that fat and let's and you're going now, to be satiated, and we're going to move on from there
0: now now guys if, if if somebody's going to go the carb uh route talk about the different carbs that they should because not all carbs are created equal obviously there's different uh carbs that are on the um the uh the work um uh, not the, uh, oh, the glycemic. what's the glycemic? The hypo, hypoglyce- yeah, the, hypoglyce- the, uh, glycemic, the glycemic, guy, index, glycemic index. Sorry, I'm at a
2: loss for words here. So talk about the good carbs that we should be eating. Well, refined carbs, sugar, alcohol is out. Give right. them the good stuff, Jim.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I would say, let's 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 talk about vegetables as a carb. Don't include them in a carb count, but I want you to eat as many vegetables as you can when you're on that kind of diet. And then as far as your starchy sources, I like sweet potatoes and uh, with MCT on it. Now that's going to slow down the absorption of that, right? Plus the fiber in the, in the sweet potatoes. Now around the workouts, you can do something like a white rice, you know, like before and after like 50 grams before 50 grams. Yeah, so after why. Well, I'll explain that's that burned that up is. right away, burned up right away and then if so if you have
2: white rice he's, or you have uh, he's he's preloading glycogen going right. into the workout because right. he knows the glycogen's going to be uh absor- you know dissolved absorbed used during the workout then he eats rice at the ass end of the workout because now he's replenishing right. the, the glycogen that's been you know multiplied
0: well, and what do you say to those that say no I should have brown rice over white rice does it matter
1: I don't think it does. And then is not what's it, arsenic or what's what's in the brown rice? Yeah, there's
0: arsenic in rice.
1: Yeah. not in white rice, right? Uh, uh, that, I don't is know. That, uh, is that what all those rice deaths are about with arsenic in the rice?
2: <laughs>
0: I think it's <laughs> in the, or the like hole or something, party. isn't it?
1: Like
0: <laughs> Jim, isn't the arsenic in like the hole of the, and that's what's on the brown rice.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like, so I want it to be fast moving now. So when I'm eating that white rice on purpose, so if brown rice is slowing down, if that's the idea, that's not what I want. I want the white rice to move fast. Now, the the rest of the day, I guess you could. um, But I would say I like the the, many vegetables as you can. I mean, there's no limit, right? And then the the starchy stuff would be like sweet potatoes and and anything that's super fibrous, you know?
0: And with that, with your carbs, to get your protein, you want to eat a very lean protein like... You know fish or uh right. you know chicken with no I mean, skin you can have ground
1: it. beef just have a lean ground beef you know you, you just don't want to mix lean, like the like
0: the two percent
1: or whatever 93 yeah, percent on the beef you know
0: yeah
1: yeah it's, it's tough man fed. you know it's tough but you know some people like marty said that's their thing they can handle it and you know they want to eat every three hours and i'm jp now in your every two three hour eating are there, what is it usually, rice? What's your carb source? Well, like,
0: uh, okay, so in the morning, so first thing, I, I get up real early. I'll have just a, a whey shake, okay? Yeah. So I'll have Beautiful. about 50, 50, 50, 60 grams of protein, no carbs, no nothing. Uh, I'll go work out, and then after that, I'll have like a bowl of, of oatmeal. May I, may,
2: may I interrupt for just a second? Because you've already yeah. done a very, very clever thing. <clears throat> by. By taking the whey shake, and if it's a, a Perillo, I know John's statistics, I think his whey is 33 or 34 grams of protein and I think three carbs. Right. So if you take the serving and a half, that's 50 grams and five carbs. Well, that five carbs, that is not enough to disturb a fasted
1: cardio workout, Jimmy. No, you, you burn that up, put, taking a cap off the thing. But I'm just
2: saying that's that's cool because what that means is that you can roll out of bed. You can have a, a delicious protein Perillo chocolate shake or peach or whatever, and you're good to go for your cardio. And I'm like, well, that's fantastic because we thought, you know, faster cardio meant faster. You can't have anything. No, you can't have carbs. Yeah so
0: i'll have my carbs after my workout you know to replenish everything and uh give me energy and all that and then lunch will come up how, hours. how much
2: how much what kind of now you say breakfast was what oatmeal just oatmeal
0: and i'll put uh two or three scoops of of whey protein in there
2: oh okay now how how much oatmeal for you Consuming there
0: just a little bowl. I mean it's uh, uh, okay. you know nothing, nothing like not, it. It's not the whole box
2: like you guys would accuse it's me. Two hours you know, it's just a bowl. And Bob or Bobby Myers back in the
0: day. <laughs> Bob, Bob Myers would put uh he put uh other stuff in it. No, uh, or how about
2: this? Bobby Pop Tarts. how many, many Pop Tarts? Bob, Bobby, how no, Bobby, how many calories in a box of Pop Tarts? Oh, Oh eighteen hundred and seventy three. <laughs> <laughs> Just like and that. I had two. And I have two two boxes for breakfast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then for lunch, I'll have uh so. For lunch again, I'll come back to no carbs. I'll have like chicken and maybe I'll have an apple. Okay, and then for that's not, that's not much Yeah, and then for you know how much chicken? How much chicken are you eating? You know, like a couple of uh, chicken breasts. That's it. Mm-hmm. A couple of of chicken breasts. I'll have, uh, an apple and, um, and and basically that's it. And then, um, you know, about three o'clock, I'll have another whey shake and I might throw some like cashews in there or something, not in the shake, but I'll eat them separate or some kind of uh, a walnuts or something like that. And then for dinner, I'll have like, um, you know, like maybe some, some fish and rice Something like that, or or some fish and broccoli,
2: or something like that. So that's pretty much how much my fish day. or if you're eating fish or shrimp, how much are you eating? Do you eat a pound of shrimp by yourself? <laughs> no, I'm asking because I do. Um, I I know because that's how much I buy. I buy a pound of shrimp and I eat it all. My wife doesn't eat it, so it's like, and I I have no problem killing a a pound of steamed shrimp
0: no i don't think so i mean I, you know not not for dinner i'm just having a casual dinner and i i go to bed like not too long after i i
1: eat dinner so I you're pretty
2: you're pretty you're pretty light eater yeah,
1: yeah that's yeah. not that much food Jacob.
2: no it's really yeah. not for a guy your size i'm very surprised okay. i would th- i would think you would have had to fire down a lot more calories to maintain your size
0: no i'm just really you know it's not the the uh i'm still carrying around a lot of weight but it's not the bulking days for me anymore i'm not going for any pr's you know i'm just trying not
2: no not with uh, chicken breast and an apple for lunch i mean come on man. no
0: so i'm just trying to i'm just trying to maintain and be healthy right now you know no that's that sounds like you're doing it yeah so Hey, one thing I wanted to ask you though, that was at the you're, top. You're, of that you're,
2: list. You're, you're an apple away from going uh, alone diet. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do the alone diet, especially the You're pretty close. You're pretty close. Correlation. Yeah, you, um, you, every time I bring up that that word, uh, you know, or, or fast, you like to tremble oh, on the other okay. end. You know, yeah, you're shiver, you can tell.
0: Yeah, it makes my blood sugar drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, I don't like that. No, man, I, I was hungry enough when I was a, a, a young kid, you know. I don't need to – I remember what that uh, was.
2: Back when you was, only got – that. back when you only got three square meals a day.
0: Back when I would come home and there was there was bread, there was mustard, and Parmesan cheese, and I said, well, that's good enough to make a sandwich for me. I'm starving. Damn. Imagine that combination, huh? So – uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask, though, that I, I meant to ask was what's the difference between losing body weight and losing body fat? Because there is a difference. So, why don't we talk about that for just a second? Yeah. And cause... I was going to
1: say that before. I mean, watch the, you, you want to, y- usually when you start off the diet, you can lose weight on the scale. There's going to come a point now, you start putting on muscle, and you may plateau, but you're looking better, man. You know, you're looking in the mirror and you're going, why is my weight staying at 230 when, you know, I'm eating exactly what I'm supposed to do and busting my ass in the weight room? Well, that's because now we're putting on some muscle. So I'm always like, all right, well, you look better. Your pants are, I'm always like, well, how's your waist feeling? Oh man, I lost two pants sizes. Okay. Now we're good. Now we know the barometers that we're going to use screw to scale. Right. Yeah, but
0: but you're having them eat, you're having them lift, and all yeah. that. Well, lifting is,
1: mean, is what it's what it's all about.
0: But but losing body weight, we can starve ourselves, and now we're losing muscle weight, we're losing yeah. fat weight, we're losing right. everything, and that is not healthy. So there is a distinct difference
2: between the two. I had yeah. a good I had a good buddy <clears throat> who uh, got real heavy after high school, right? And he's my height five ten. Oh man, he's zoomed up to probably I don't know, like three twenty. And uh, he had, some point he had enough and he just had pretty good discipline. So he just starved himself and he starved down to 220 and he was still fat. And um, this, this, was, this was 30 years ago. And I'm looking at this and going, oh, it's because, because he starved himself, he lost equal or more amounts of muscle than fat. Whereas Mm -hmm. an elite bodybuilder, what they're going to do is they're going to whittle down slow, 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 keep the protein high in order to maintain the muscle mass, right? Yep. You tracking? Yeah. Keep the cardio. The cardio and nutrition is really where the fat loss occurs. Yeah. The lifting and the protein is what lets hang on to the muscle in the face of fat loss and what we have to do to lose this fat diametrically opposed you've got two opposite things that you're trying to accomplish so but the emphasis has to be on fat loss because you're going into a damn bodybuilding competition right and if you don't show up with five percent or less you're in trouble all right yeah. So that's the goal. So, you know, but in the old days, uh, the days of Zane and Dickerson and Dave Draper, and those guys, they would just go on the fish and water diet and basically essentially starve. And they ended up They yes, they were ripped when they competed, but they, they were so small and emaciated and tired, you know. Uh, and there's there's a different better way, and the different better way is you're slow, you're systematic, but you're methodical. And I I, t- I like a I like a pound of weight weight loss for normal people. It's like something manageable. And it's like, all right, look, we're going to move the, the scale down one pound a week. And we start out, we institute the cardio, might just be walking, institute the lifting, whatever it is, maybe it's body weight, maybe it's kettlebells, whatever. We institute the nutrition. Okay, we're going to get rid of the bad stuff, right? We're going to heavy up. Everybody has certain foods that are totally acceptable that we need to identify and we heavy up on those foods right if they like a certain food that is a bodybuilding approved kind of beneficial food uh, be you fat centric or carb centric then let's identify that beneficial food let's go really heavy on that because we know they have a predilection toward it they like it yeah so let's allow them to heavy up on the good stuff don't starve them but Still, we want one pound a week. Well, one pound a week doesn't sound t- like a big deal until you're 12 to 15 weeks out. They've lost 15 pounds of body fat and they've added three to five pounds of muscle. Now we have a transformed human. But unless they have to try it, unless they have equal parts nutrition, cardio, lifting, it won't happen. Holy you guys,
0: You guys remember back in the eighties when all the fat-free stuff came out, the fat-free muffins, the fat-free cookies, everything was fat-free all of a sudden. Yeah. The the thing that they fooled the public with was, okay, it's fat-free, but it spikes your insulin to crazy levels. It's got sugar in it and all that stuff. So I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people get, um, get hooked on these, these low calorie diets and fat-free uh, diets and they don't realize that all the carbs and everything that they're eating is, is making them fat. So they're, they're, they've lowered their calories, but they're getting fat at the same time.
2: Yeah. Imagine the double irony of first off, the demonized fat. Every, every ounce, every scintilla of fat has to be removed from the human diet because it causes heart disease and cancer and it makes us obese. So they create these fat-free foods, light foods, heart-healthy foods. What else? I don't know. And they create these foods to help us get the fat out of the diet. But it turns out that these are the insulin spikers that make us fatter. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I remember being in lunch line in elementary school and looking at the food pyramid. And it's like six servings of bread a day
2: um, oh no jimmy that's not the let. before they change it it was nine to 11 servings of bread or pasta
1: and i was looking even at that age i was like man i'd be full i'd be so <laughs> i mean then i gotta have this and i got <laughs> that, you know, um, that at the top J- J- J-P-
2: jp's having mac and cheese 11 times a day
1: yeah i mean <laughs> I was just trying to be healthy, but did they, cha- <laughs> did they change? The food for- yes,
2: they finally, they finally got so damn embarrassed over it. So many people pointed it out. Oh, they, they stuck to it for a long time, man. Yeah. They were like, no, this is, is, well, you know, as long as the bread is uh, uh, the grain. Yeah. Well,
0: okay, but when did they change that? Because I I'll tell you know, what, man. the food pyramid reminds me of when you go to the doctor and they have that chart. They go, well, Mr. Bryce, let's see, you're six feet, and you're supposed to be 170 pounds. Therefore, you're morbidly obese. I go, all right, thanks. So that chart I heard was done like in the, what, 50s or 60s or something?
2: Well, uh, JP, no offense, but no matter what they changed it to, (laughs) you would still flunk, okay? Trust me, at your height.
0: They don't take weightlifters into consideration. No, <laughs> they have no idea what that nor, is,
2: nor should they <laughs> proceed.
0: So that's another thing they got to change, you know, that and the the food pyramid. But yeah, I think things have really changed about the um, what we know about the fat and what it does to, um, you know, the cardiovascular system. I think all that is gone out the window from years and years ago. And I'm, I'm glad to see that changing.
2: Athletes knew um, this. Athletes and bodybuilders knew it. We had guys right. uh, it were slamming fat calories and they weren't getting fatter. They were getting bigger and more muscular and they were recovering quicker. Yeah. Right? Fat calories, nine calories a gram. Uh, protein, carb, four calories per gram or whatever, 4.4, 4, whatever but it science is.
0: Science would not
2: listen to that. Uh, well, it wanted to say that it killed you.
1: Yeah, money. That, when there's I mean, money to be made, yeah, they don't. A, a billion-dollar
2: industry arose to service a fraud. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: You know how much money is in fat-free muffins? I'm just saying, all probably it's billions. Billions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all the all of the foods that arose to to get the fat out of our diet, and all of it spikes insulin. Yeah. Which is the enemy. Okay. The real enemy is is insulin control. All right. That's so anyway, getting back to transforming and and if you want to get traction, if you really want to get traction, you have to think multidimensionally. You can't you can't go, oh, I'm gonna diet, or oh, I'm gonna diet and run, or oh, I'm gonna lift and I'm gonna run. Yeah, it's gotta be all three. You gotta get that through your head. It can't be one. Or the other or two out of the three. It's got to be all three. You have to have a regimented plan. I am here. I want to get there. Mm-hmm. You gotta put the put the goal and the plan into a time frame, a reasonable length of time for most people is 10 to 12 to what, 15 weeks, maybe, Jim, I think 15 yeah. outside. Yep. yep uh set a reasonable goal reasonable
1: that's the key right marty Reasonable. yeah
2: and and again we're going to improve everything in we're going to improve our cardio each week we're going to improve our strength training each week we're going to get a little bit tighter on the diet each week and just a little bit we only need a little bit a little bit little bit little bit but a little bit compounded over 12 to 15 weeks can turn into something profound right
0: You know what? Too write everything down. Write down your progress. We're always we're always talking about bring a a journal into the gym. You got to write down your lifts. You got to write down your poundage, your your reps. And
2: and how do you know? I mean, you need to you need to work against that, right? You establish that weekly record, and that's how you know what you need to exceed this week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and if it's on paper, it's something about in your visual. Put it in in your phone.
2: Everybody put all oh my guys. They all have it in their damn phone. Everybody looks at their phone. Yeah. What are you doing, man? I'm like, what are you doing? I go, I'm, I'm looking at the law coach. Uh, <laughs>
1: you think they're? Why I said,
2: why don't you have a spiral notebook like we had back in my
1: day? Yeah, I still like. I still I, like writing. I, I, that's how I still do it. <laughs> I still like writing it. I like writing it too. They're
2: yeah. like, we we don't know how to write, coach. We don't have any practice
0: right We know how to type. I have notebooks like that go back like twenty or thirty years, and I know you guys do too. Not me. Yeah, I do. Not you. <laughs> no.
1: I do, it. I do it like the day after. I'll, I'll write the stuff, or I'll do it that night. I don't. I don't bring a notebook into the weight room. I, I it makes good. Well, not the, at this
2: point. You've got so many years under your belt. I mean, you yeah. know, where you, and you you've got it locked in your brain anyway.
1: I don't need to uh, consult the book to know where I was last week. Right right now it's good so so my big thing is when i first start training somebody i'm like i want you to do two things take a pic take pictures of yourself now and i know you're going to be you know they've never done that before but i i said you know go down your underwear take pictures and they don't have to send them to me and uh, and then because you're going to want that picture because you're going to look totally different in 12 weeks or eight weeks and they'll look different in a month man they will look oh absolutely and Keep they'll, that diary. They'll
2: feel better within two weeks.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. And keep that diary to see how weak you used to be. Just to do that, man. Just to see how far you've come. And you know, I, I talk about that. I got that from one of the one of the former Navy SEALs, Steve uh Goggins, not Steve, David Goggins, who said, You need a cookie jar. So let's say, you know, this person who I'm training, they they've come this far and now they're hitting a plateau. Now they're getting frustrated. Now they're depressed about it, you know. I said, reach back in that cookie jar, and that cookie jar for that person is that notebook, and to see what you used to do, and see how weak you were, and see how good you become, and you know, see how far you've become, you know, you've came, and and that's the kind of stuff that motivates people, man. Where they go, I've done this before. I've done that before. I can do this.
2: You know. Continually remind my new trainees. I say, yeah, this is interesting. You deadlifted this for one in your first workout. And now you just did it for five.
1: Yeah. What's the difference?
2: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Right. Also, listen, I want to make make a mention about intensity, whether yeah. it's in cardio or whether it's in lifting. And this is critically important. I think the main reason that uh, regular folks fail in their New Year's resolutions is they don't exert enough intensity in their strength training Uh, They don't pick the right exercises. They're a mile wide and an inch deep. Really, they need to be an inch wide and a mile deep. Uh, Their cardio is too, it's usually steady state and extended, what we would call moderate intensity, long duration. Uh, In the strength training, you really need to key in on a few key core movements concentrate on those no more than four to five to six exercises uh most of which can just be done with a with a barbell or dumbbell and really concentrate on those lower reps because it's strength training and you need to establish again as we talked about you need to log and then each week you're you're looking to exceed either in reps or in poundage what you've done. And that way you're continually bumping up against the <laughs> limit, the limit of your capacity. That's where the gains lie. Yeah. You're, you're never gonna get significantly better by using the poundage that you, you're used to for the reps that you're used to. Now we've gotta figure out some way to push ahead. But when you're, when you're a true novice, gains come easy yeah right and You just have to have you just have to have the techniques and the okay. tactics the techniques and the tactics right and man i'll tell you every session you'll set prs for the i'm talking about for three months
0: you know what marty for beginners i think uh, i think beginners get hooked into watching youtube and instagram and go oh my god this guy's is- doing all these crazy exercises. This girl is, you know, doing all this crazy stuff, you know, 500 different exercises yeah, and all that. Keep yeah, it simple. Keep it simple. In fact, Jim, Jim's got a great article coming out or just came out today actually uh, called Grab It and Go. Um, keep it simple. Get, don't Don't get all confused when you're confused and you're seeing all this crap around you. Just go grab the barbell and do some squats, do some yeah. bench, do some deadlift yeah Keep hey, it simple because hey. those are the prime movers that are going to get you the results anyway bands hey. and all that stuff is great but it's not going to get you the results like the barbell's going to never right you we know, have I, the
1: I, we have the author here we can ask, ask him. him and that was my point in the article was stand on the shoulders of the giants man the guys who who got the most muscular who who you know were the were the originators of all this what did they do just the yeah. stuff. The yeah simple. you
0: look through history some of the most impressive guys that we talk about that had the greatest physiques did the most The most simple well they did the the three lifts basically and for most of them that was
1: about it
0: yeah. and they did it once a week <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you know, and, and you know just just going back to intensity real quick um <clears throat> when they first start off yeah, have marty they'll get stronger and that's the that's the honeymoon right Yep. Uh, they'll do anything you know you just get them that once their nervous system is used to, the, the neuromuscular system is used to the movement and that's- that plateau, group, first yeah. plateau. So then they'll say, okay, I'm hitting a plateau or whatever and I'll say, well, just be honest, man, you're not training intensely enough. Well, yeah, but I'm doing, you know, five sets of this and five sets of that. I say, here's the deal. You're only allowed one set. That's it. So you're allowed one warm up, and now I'm giving you one set. Okay. And that's it. You're not allowed to do two. You're not allowed no, to do two over. No, 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 right? no, no, no. no five. No five sets of five to get right. it right. Put everything you have into that one set. That's, that's when you know if you're training hard or not. Right? Move on. Move can on to the next movement. movement. Yeah. Can you do just one set as hard as you can? Yeah. Right. It's not about mm-hmm. the repeated sets and the repeated sets and the repeated sets. It's <coughs> Dor- Dorian. Dor- Dorian
2: told me one time he says this is the difference between flogging the muscle to death and shooting it with a shotgun yeah
1: and getting over with and i think that's another important sell to people is you're in and out in 30 minutes bro if you're in there you know for an hour or more than an hour nah. you're, fooling, you're fooling around nah, you're exactly fooling around leave your phone in the truck and your phone in the truck and then you got to get in there and and give yourself a half hour and that's it. Just like that one set, you get a half hour.
0: Yeah. And by intensity, just to be clear, you guys are talking about failure minus
2: one, right? Well, yeah. And again, right, right. All right. All right. Jimmy, here's the way I'm starting out. Initially for the first four weeks, I don't want to see any grind. Right. We're just, we're everything's proof. got to happen. And If I tell you to do that, we're doing a top set of five in the deadlift. That means five reps with no grind and you're allowed one breath per rep. And stop. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And it'd be fives in the deadlift, fives in the bench, fives in the squat, fives in the overhead press. Now if they want to do some arms, I don't care what if they want to do three sets of 12 in arms, I don't care. Right, right. But just give me one set all out set in the the core four. I don't know, maybe I'd throw in power clean, but I'd only do that for doubles. Maybe not. Uh, that's a tricky one. Just the core four. So they, they do the core four, but each week they have a report card each week. They know that come Thursday or Friday or wherever, whatever training day is that here it comes and, uh, they get fired up. I mean, they get jacked up. And I've noticed this again, when I was training normal people back, oh, this was 20 years ago when we first moved up here and, um, uh, they all, they got so jazzed because every week it, the great thing about barbell dumbbell and cardio is it's mathematical. Yeah, you have duration in cardio. You have you have uh, mode duration and frequency in resistance training. You have poundage, sets, reps. Right. So it's a lot of numbers, and when they see the numbers every week, movement up. Getting better every week. Oh, oh. Also, body weight coming down, coming down a little right. bit. Feeling better. Oh, because they're detoxified. We've taken all these chemicals out of their system. So within the first ten days, they're going, "Wow, I feel more alert. I have better energy." Well, yeah, because you're not chemically right off. Uh, you're toxified, right? And by the end of four weeks, they've got momentum, right? Cause now they got four or five pounds of weight loss under their belt and they're, they feel they've added they're, that
1: motivation.
2: They're yep. stronger. They probably added a pound, a pound of muscle. They're stronger. Their posture's better. Oh, they're moving. Now they can get up and down and steps and stuff better. Yeah, okay. Now by the end of the eight weeks, uh, they're showing up 15 minutes early for the sessions, you know? Right. Yeah. Right? And, and they're tightening up on their own. I don't have to. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I don't want three pounds a week. <laughs> right? Because they're, because they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're fired. You know, no, 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 no. We got to be, no, no, no. Just give me a pound and a half. That's all I need. 1.5. That's it. That's the number. Yeah. So you get to add a few calories back, okay? All right? So that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. Really good.
2: And you glide path them in to the finish line.
1: I think though, you know, and I remember emailing you one time and I said, well, how are you losing that weight? And you said, I'm hungry. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I think that's what people don't understand. When you do get closer to that goal and you know, when you've saved the tricks, the cardio to the last four or five weeks, something like that, you're going to probably be hungry, man. There are yeah, times
2: I, you know what the payoff was? What? that food tastes so good at three o'clock When not I, I mean and i would be thinking about it and i'd be like oh today we're gonna have ribs yeah and oh today we're gonna have crusted salmon oh today we're, you know what i mean and i just had it all plotted out
1: so yeah oh yeah man i was
2: you bumping up against the edge of starvation every day
1: but you know and i think people got it's sort of like we always talk about hey when you're squatting, you know that feeling when it feels like in the bottom, like your head's going to explode, your ears yes. are going to blow off? Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to happen. Okay. So expect that. <laughs> expect that to happen. That's a good thing. So turn that <laughs> hunger into a good thing. You know, Rich Sulky, who we're going to have on the show, always told me, Jimmy, food is I'll overrated. Reach. Food is overrated. So when you're getting <laughs> here, you know what? Food is overrated, man. You know, <laughs> ain't weird, but food is overrated. And it's all these little tricks. Uh, he's that so wrong. <laughs> You know, as you get towards that goal, you know, like, and and another thing you can ask yourself is how really, how hungry are you really? Oh, extremely. You know, (laughs) (laughs) JP's like, I'm 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 (laughs) out already.
2: I'm extremely
1: (laughs) hungry at 11 (laughs) a.m. Anyway, you get my drift. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can we talk about something? Uh, Let's talk about sugar real quick. Uh, I think there's a lot of confusion on the types of sugar. Now let's talk about fruit and fruit juice. So fruit and fruit juice has fructose in it. So what about fructose? Is fructose different in that it's sort of, okay, we can eat some of that throughout the day without worrying about having to, you know, spiking our, our insulin levels up too much because the way I understand it is that uh, it's it's lower on the glycemic index. It's more of a, it, it will raise your blood sugar, your insulin, but it's a much slower uh, process than other like, kinds like, of sugar. Like,
2: like only to 87 instead of 112,
0: well, I mean, what? So, what's your feeling on fruit? No,
2: no, gotta and go. Fruit
0: juice. So you bye, just
1: bye, bye bye.
0: So that's gone too, huh? What about like an apple or something? Because
1: I'll have well, that for fruit lunch juice, sometime. Just, you might as well eat a Snicker. Snicker bar is better than fruit. Yeah, fruit, yeah. fruit juice, yeah. yes, because it's, it's so bad.
0: concentrated. Yeah,
1: it's yeah because it's, it's it. so concentrated.
0: Yeah,
2: man. It's, uh, uh, but,
0: uh, but but I mean, you gotta have you gotta have some fruit once in a while. I mean, especially, yeah, I,
1: if that's included, like if you're doing the carb thing. Yeah. And and you got to have hundred grams of carbs. There's nothing wrong with apples being included in that hundred grams. Yeah,
0: you yeah. know I
1: think you want to stay away from banana. That's your hundred. That's your hundred okay. grams. All right. So talk about that.
0: What would you recommend
1: as a fruit that is not so Anything high in skin. sugar? You skin. You want skin, man. You want skin. Skin, huh? Okay. Yeah. I recommend an onion. An onion. Well, wait a minute. What fruit doesn't have a skin? Are you talking about between a skin and a peel? Yeah, banana doesn't have skin.
2: Uh, you can have any piece of fruit you want, man. Whatever you want,
1: have it. You gotta eat Okay, that. take it. You can have a mango. You can have. Yeah, are you worried about having fruit? Just go ahead and eat it, man. You're about yeah, Give
2: right. a piece of fruit, man.
1: <laughs> you can Have some yucca plant. Whatever you want.
0: Anyway, right, Well, can
1: part of your carb count for sure. I know, exactly. but I
0: but I know the fructose is a little bit different in in terms of sh- eating sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I talked it. to Perillo one time about that and he said, yeah, have he fruit.
1: Said. He said, have fruit.
0: Yeah, he said, fructose, fructose yeah. is not that bad. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, well, yeah, well, to John, that's a quarter of an apple. <laughs> Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I wanted to ask that question. I wanted to clarify. But, of course, I got scolded <laughs> <instead>. <laughs> do you got? Do you
2: have anything else that you're consuming that you want <laughs> us to tell you you can't have anymore? Yeah, how about peanut butter? <laughs> That's one of my. That is that is turned into one of my uh,
1: guilty pleasures. Well, it's you, a great way just, to curb hunger. It's a great way to curb hunger. Do
0: you just dive into the into the uh, jar with a, a big yeah. old spoon?
1: Oh, it's delicious,
2: man! Yeah, I have found, I have found a brand that is that's amazing too. It's oh, got nice. it's got oil on the top. Yeah. The oh
0: no, I hate that though because you got to mix that. it up and it turns. Uh, yeah, out. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't mix it. <laughs> you just drink the oil off the top
1: yeah <laughs> oh. jp what are you using like GIF or something like the stuff the real bad for you stuff
0: no i get the good stuff i get the natural stuff and i do get the stuff that has the the oil on the top sometimes oh. and sometimes i mix it in and it's just so runny it's just not even peanut butter anymore it's like peanut butter drink it.
1: you gotta put it in the fridge
0: yeah you do have, you have to put it in the fridge because originally it'll just be pouring out um but yeah, I don't I don't mind that. I, I like taking a scoop once in a while. You know, if I'm gonna like around three o'clock, if I'm just gonna have a like a a whey shake, I'll yeah. grab like a scoop or two of peanut butter and bam, I get that fat, I get those calories. You know, I'm having a small little snack and and that's it. I'm good. Yeah. It does curb your hunger. But now if you put that on bananas, if you scoop it out of there and you put it on bananas, I think that's a no, no. You don't wanna do that. Is
1: there anybody else getting hungry or what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> that
2: is satiating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I think that the whole point of this is if, if you're gonna have a new year's resolution, do your research, do it right. You know, get into it. Take baby steps, Kaizen method, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Make sure you adhere to it. And the the biggest way you're going to adhere to it is if you're doing it right and you're seeing results.
1: Yeah. And real quick, if you screw up, if you screw up, don't say, oh, this is a wash. Now I'm going to eat whatever I want the rest of the day. Get right back on the next meal. Yeah. Just Get right back on. Don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just get right back on. You're good to go. We
0: all screw up. We all screw up. Even Jim Steele. Maybe not Marty, but Jim Steele certainly does. I certainly do. You know, but you got to you just got to get right back on and just keep going. It's 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 not a daily thing so much as it is a big picture thing. Yeah. So, you know. It, it, oh, no, it's, if, a, it's
2: a daily thing brother
0: but but over six months if you look back and go okay i screwed up a, a couple of times two three times four times right. whatever uh hey you're doing good yeah
2: Yep. All right. here's, a, here's a pistol do the right thing
0: yeah that's all so i think uh unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about i think uh, we kind of hit it from a bunch of different angles
2: Oh uh, uh for the ladies <clears throat> this is a one for future a future podcast they have to work twice as hard for half the results
1: yeah no question their bodies want to hold on fat oh, yep. yep
2: so so just you have to be even more diligent and more
1: what, disciplined more
2: patient and more patient
1: I, could, uh, I don't you know It may not be popular to say, but I'd rather train some women, man, because they do everything I say, and they do it to the nth degree, and they're so honest about it. Did you mess up? Yep, screwed up. I'm I'm right back on it. Don't worry about it. That kind of thing.
2: Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to slip that, because that's a New Year's Year's resolution thing that always comes up, because if I get approached by – The disc staff side, you know, I tell them, I said, you know, you're going to have to work twice as hard for half the results. And that's the that's the inconvenient truth going into it. You know, I'm not going to promise you the same results I'm going to get for a guy your age and your condition, because I'm going to be able to get better results with him. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
0: Well, and that's mostly hormonal, right? Because right, of right, yeah, testosterone, yeah, it, 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 versus yeah, it, estrogen. yeah, yeah, exactly. And,
1: and a lot of times the body wants to hold on to the fat because it's not thinking, oh, you're getting in shape. It's thinking, I want to be able to, you know, have babies. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to hold on to this fat to have babies, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> twice, twice as hard.
0: Maybe that's why I'm holding on to this fat. Oh, right? here Without we go. My... Too much... <laughs> I don't want any more babies, though. Too much,
2: too much estrogen.
0: <laughs> Damn. All right, listen. We better
2: we better end this So Yeah, uh, you better end it. Have you been? You haven't been. That's no, too early in Texas. Drinking? Yeah, I just think
0: you, no. I haven't been drinking. Man. You're, you're very. You're it's very. 10 you're,
1: you're very flamboyant today. One, you well, guys. Oh, it's too early. That's funny. No, you you guys and alcohol. Just
0: alcohol and podcasts with you guys. Forget it.
1: Hey, Although you're, you're holding on to that real good podcast that you wouldn't post. <laughs>
0: Although although we talked about that doing like
1: a drinking podcast, no, just-
2: they, on TV they have this great show. It's called Drunken History on on uh, right. some age, but it's great. It's fantastic. It's, it's actually done by Horatio Sanchez, who was on Saturday Night Live. He has his brother, yeah, yeah. his bro- his brother is the guy, the brainchild behind it. They have like Will Ferrell appear on this thing. Google it up. Oh, it's funny as hell. And they just go back in history right. and pick, pick an event. And,
0: okay, I have I have now, Marty. You're always talking about the rolodex. Now, not everybody's yes, gonna the know. Rolodex. Not everybody's the gonna know what that yeah, is. Yeah, you yeah. got this huge rolodex. So I say mm-hmm. what we do is on New Year's Eve. You and all of us get on the podcast and we start having some drinks and we open up that that rolodex of yours. We sure. start with Kurt Kowalski. We call him. We call Brad <laughs> Gillingham. We call all these guys while we're drinking and, you know, just. Uh, hey, hey,
2: yeah. What's going on?
0: What, Hey, what's going on? And, you How's know, your li- lifting going. What, uh, you, what are you doing tonight?
2: And, you know, what uh, <clears throat> seven eighths of them are going to say? You're going to say,
0: yes, I do. Yeah.
2: You woke me up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ed Ed Cones in that we could probably call Dorian Yates if
2: you still got his number you woke me up (laughs) that would be pretty interesting everybody's old it's not 1985 anymore yeah (laughs) or in your case 1995 right all right Right.
0: listen check out check out Marty's weekly column raw with Marty Gallagher at ironcompany.com lots of great reading material on there Yep. Uh, visit iron company for all your gym equipment and flooring needs. We've got all kinds of stuff coming back in the stock. I mean, we've got uh, bumper plates. We've got uh, the, the new Texas shorty bar. We've got that. Check that out. Lots of dumbbells coming back in the stock rubber hex coming back in uh, urethane hex dumbbells coming back, solid steel urethane coming back in. We've got tons of flooring cardio equipment. So uh, let us know what you need. We've got a lot of stuff in stock right now that uh, that's, that's hard to come by right now. So give us a holler. And uh, we've got new Jim Steele articles They can be found on our article section. We've got one today that just launched. It's uh, um, um, Grab It and Go. We yep. talked a little bit about that earlier. So grab it and go. Also check out his uh, website, Boss Barbell. That's B-A-S Barbell.com. For training and uh, training motivation and programs.
1: Jimmy, mean, what are you reading? I'm reading a book about America from the time that they think that people first came over here um, to to through the West and through the frontiersmen, and it is mm. freaking fascinating. So you now mean like, you mean like across the uh, the Alaska America.
2: Russia Alaska.
1: Right. How they came over
2: that way. All land, the different- land bridge. They call it the, right. there was a land bridge back then.
1: All the different uh, theories about all that. And then the, the bones and all that, that they found and how um, the giant animals that used to be here, man, they had these bears. That, they had beavers that were 500 pounds. Wow. What? Yes. Yes. I'll send you the link. I'm telling you, it's amazing. The woolly mammoth, the huge tigers, I mean, these are thousands of pounds, he's saying. I couldn't
0: imagine for the life of me seeing a 500-pound beaver, Jimmy. That'd be good. Uh,
2: well, that's good. That's that'd
0: good. That'd be if frightening.
2: You, that's good if you're a uh, Neanderthal looking to survive. <clears throat> Go out and stab, stab something, and uh, I assume they knew how to roast them back then. Well,
1: and that's the theory, is that we became so efficient at, at killing things that that's why there's no more of any of those anymore, because we exterminate them. <laughs> Well, let's put it this way. We didn't help now, did we? No, I mean, and, you know, they find <laughs> the weapons and it's just interesting stuff the that they used. And you can see the, how, you know, they figured out how each each of these skeletons were killed. <laughs> they, they had a broken leg or they had a, a hole in their head or, you know, that kind of stuff. It's fascinating stuff. Yeah, we could run them down. That was our, that was our thing. Yeah, well, once they started to hunt in a tribe, it was it, man.
2: That's what I'm right. saying. They just ran them, they ran any they uh enduranced everybody. Yeah.
1: And they had so. the, the the brain from eating all that meat, they still you know their brains got big and
2: and, and so that's and that's how we formed were uh that's how pro, we became protein. lifters. Yeah, protein fat. <clears throat> there uh there was no agriculture, so people weren't eating corn, they weren't eating, I mean they they had a little bit of wild forage i guess you know hey here's some mushrooms hey look there's some i don't know whatever you eat off the forest floor but they're following back and forth with the herds they're like parasites on the the edge of the herd eating that meat eating that meat eating that meat and that went on for what eight hundred
1: thousand years yeah and you talk about you know that uh is, is vegetarianism a natural way for us to eat well they weren't drawing pictures of uh, you know broccoli on the cave walls, they're drawing pictures <laughs> of meat. That's a good I, point.
2: I guess I guess you could could you be a vegetarian? I guess if you lived in the in you know the tropical climates, maybe and like you're in the jungle, but you wouldn't have any
0: fat in your diet though. real soon. Yeah,
2: you know I think everywhere humans that thrived and survived lived on animal fat, right? I think were fish or you know stuff from the sea. Yeah.
1: You know, and they did they figure out what they ate and a lot of some of the people if they found the skeleton and it was where water used to be, you know, then it would be like they could tell that they ate a lot of fatty fish, that fish was a big part well, of it.
0: You you guys thought about the alone diet and stuff when these guys are stranded out in the wilderness, you know, and even if they just ate rabbits, they'd die of starvation because exactly. there's not enough fat in it.
1: No fat. Right. So that's that one that one book I read where some of the settlers were dying and the Indians were like, look, forget that muscle meat stuff. Look at the kids are fighting over the, over the liver with the right. pancreas juice right. squirted on it, you know? Oh, That's right. what you need to eat, the insides. Right. That's how right. you survive." <clears throat> yeah.
2: Right, yeah, and yeah, it was just, um, uh, agriculture didn't spring up till 10,000 years ago and, and the great thing, well, the great thing, the, the thing about agriculture was, number one, it allowed people to stay in one spot. You didn't have to migrate anymore with the herds. Yeah. And number two is, if you didn't have fat, you didn't die. Because grains and carbs would sustain life. Up until that point, if you just had your protein and your fat and a little bit of fiber and whatever... Start your forest. I don't know, maybe you find some honey. If you run out of fat and you just have rabbit, you die. But now with the invention of grain, they could make bread, they could make things and people... Cows for
1: milk and stuff like that.
2: And you, would, and you would live. However, it was
1: inferior fuel. It's was like running, running a Ferrari on a kerosene. Well, think about it. When you look at the Civil War pictures, like Grant was what, 5'2"? two? Yeah. I mean that's a, an agrarian society right there and yeah. they actually got less muscular and shorter when they switched over to that diet you know people
2: also when they didn't have to move around when they could just be a shopkeeper eating bread yeah right i no longer have to travel on the periphery or the herd yeah stabbing things right it's right. a different, different, different type of type of human. Now it's even worse. Now we've degraded to a sort of a, amorphous blobs that sit in front of Cheetos. screens and never go outside.
1: Yeah, it's The Cheeto generation, man.
0: Jim, what is the name of that
1: book? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, I don't have my Kindle with me, but right. it's good. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to
0: you.
1: All right. And, and then. Uh, Next time I'm on the show, too.
0: How about online coaching? You guys still doing any of that?
1: A bunch of it, love it. Oh, great. oh great. man, man. Great. man. Great. The world, man. You
0: know that it would—that would be a great place
2: to start for a New it Year's a resolution. Wonderful. Call one of you guys. So we're working with people in Australia and Austria and England and uh, where else? Japan.
1: The one guy who I trained in Australia, he said, uh, "I won't need any programming until mid-January. I'm going to the outback on a on a trip." You know, with sort of like the alone thing, and I'm like, really? really? He's like, yeah, me and my buddy are going, man, a month of it.
2: Oh, uh, I think we would be uh, bereft if we did not mention our our triumph. Oh, Lux- <laughs> <laughs> Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Uh, just-
0: we we've been number one. We've been celebrating all week.
2: Yes, we have. Hello, Deser- all- deservedly.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you call al- it? What do you and call allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, (laughs) we've we've got an invite from the Royals out there, so uh, we might be out there soon.
2: I hear there's some talks going on. Uh, Where is Luxembourg? Jimmy, this is um, this is going to be in Europe. It's
1: in Europe. I know that. Where? Like, what's it next to?
2: It's a uh, it's a landlocked municipality. Yeah, and it has. Here's here's what you need to know. It has it has the highest per capita <laughs> the highest per capita income in the world love it and the highest average IQ in the world we're going to fit right in i'm just saying it's our people it's our peeps you know okay. we we're, we're Chevy chase you're not <laughs>
0: And if any, you know, I, I sent these guys a note and I said, oh, you know, that's cool. We're, we're we've been number one in Luxembourg. Next thing I know, Marty's sending me this article. You, you don't on understand. Luxembourg.
2: Yeah, you don't understand how how huge that is. That's because like you got to post this right away. Yeah, you're number right one. You're number one in the most exclusive country in the world. I know. So
0: anybody who wants to read all about it, just go to our website, go to the article <laughs> section. And there it is.
2: Numero, numero uno. Yeah. The, anyway, the,
1: anybody <laughs> wants to sponsor us, come out and do a do a seminar. we we're. we're a, no, we'll do a live podcast too. Uh, That'd be wor-
2: good. <laughs> the word in the street is Prince Henri wants to bulk up ten kilo. Yeah. And get I that 100- off though. I heard he's a soft. That- no, no, no. That's his brother Fred. I got it. Oh, okay. Fred's a loser. He's a bad haircut. Yeah, he's a machine guy.
0: Well, listen, in closing, if Jim can find the place and they have my kind of food, we'll be out there, right? <laughs> snails right.
2: and snails and squab for you, JP. Right. My favorite. Every two hours.
0: All right, guys. All right. Have a wonderful
2: weekend. All right. Yeah. All right. Au, re- au revoir, right. as they say in Luxembourg. All right. Bye.